everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Drive-In Double Feature. As usual, I am your host, Aaron Lopez, and I'm joined by our co-host, Ben Norsworthy. Ben, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you? I'm tired, Ben. It's been a long yeah. week. So that's, those of you who, who listened last week, you are hearing uh, part two for us. Uh, last week's episode was the, uh, the DC Fandom Reaction. And we are doing back-to-back recordings, and so we are continuing, and it is 8.30, and I feel like an old man because I'm tired, and I'm sore, and I want to go to bed, but I'm excited for our topic today. Uh, What is our topic today, Ben? Today, we are going to be talking about the movies that we are already supposed to see, but because of COVID, they have been delayed. So we are going to run down and talk about the movies that have, have, since March, since we've all had to go into quarantine. The movies that should have already been released this summer and coming into this fall that have now been pushed back and how much we miss those movies that we should already have. I mean, there's, I was very surprised at the list you gave in preparation for this podcast of how many movies were actually supposed to be already out in theaters. Well, there are, I will, I will say there are a handful of those that are, would not have been out by now, but would, should have been out in 2020 that got pushed. So there's a couple of them that don't completely fall into that category, but the vast majority of our list is stuff that was supposed to be out by today um, where we're sitting. So yeah, it sucks. I mean, we are missing out on a lot. 2021 is going to be great as long as this COVID shit's out of our hair. I don't know, man. I feel like this is going to be a long ripple effect of shit just keep getting pushed back and pushed back. And it's like stuff that should be out in 2021. We're not going to see the 2022. And I mean, you're not wrong. There's, I, there's things that, you know, this list only ha- happens to impact things of this year. There are stuff in 2021 that we were supposed to get that we weren't going to get for 22. There's things that are supposed to, I think, with Star Wars and Avatar, uh, assuming Avatar actually is going to happen. I will not believe it until I see it in the theaters. Uh, but some of those things were supposed to be out in 2022, and now they're back to being on a TBA. Now like, Avatar you know has an excuse like, well, COVID, we can't really do it. <laughs> what was your excuse for all those other 10 years? Exactly. So well, yeah, we're going to look at those movies. We're going to talk about what we're excited and not excited to see. And uh, But first, Aaron's going to, um, I mean, what, well, what, how, how do we go back into the theater? Like, so what, those, those of you who are kind of a little, a little braver, I guess, uh, a lot of theaters are starting to open up again. Um, I will say that I, I can't remember the name of the, uh, the director, but a director came out recently, and it might have even been the Russo brothers, um, that said, don't go back. It's not safe yet. Um, and, you know, again, they can say it. They got their money from Endgame, so they don't need us to go back. Um, but at the same time, a lot of people are missing that experience. They're missing going to the, the movies, uh, grabbing that large popcorn and, and sitting in a nice comfy chair for a couple hours and really just getting that experience. Um, and movies, movie theaters such as Cinemark and uh, Regal Theaters, they're opening back up. So I thought it would be interesting to kind of just go through and say, here's what their their standards are, what they're doing to try to keep us safe, um, and some of the other opportunities that they're throwing out there. Um, so, you know, as, a, as everywhere else, employee wellness, employee training, guest safety and wellness, and cleaning and sanitizing, that's all like at the top. But what does that actually mean? So the way in which they're doing it is they are going to – uh, thoroughly clean and sanitize everything every 30 minutes, which to me, I don't know if it's enough. Um, there's been some stores that I've seen that they wipe down the, the uh, wipe things down in between every everybody using it. Um, 
you know, I feel like every 30 minutes probably should have happened in the first place, it being such a high uh, populated area. But um, auditoriums are going to be disinfected every morning with a uh, pressure, pressurized sprayer equipment to disinfect everything. And then every seat is gonna be sanitized before every movie. So there are, they do have, a, uh, I think, a pretty strong element there. Um, They're going to make sure that everybody's gonna have the opportunity to sit in a clean, sanitized seat, um, as well as they have it so that you can't sit next to anybody uh, unless it's somebody from your party. So. Uh, reduced auditorium capacity and staggered show times have helped that. Uh, essentially, you get to pick whichever seat. If you're the first one in the theater, when you go to buy your ticket, they have for a long time now, Cinemark has been reserved seating. So you go in there, you say, I want uh, this this uh, seat, and then automatically there's a certain radius that will become unavailable. So they've got an opportunity for you to go out and and sit amongst a, a crowd of people, but it's a very small group and you'll be more than six feet away from everybody. So I think that's a nice thing there. Um, outside of that, there's not a whole lot. Um, they are going to do some extra check-ins with their, their employees. Um, they are going to continue to make sure that everything is, is wiped down. Um, they talk about something called an advanced three-point air quality standard, which is increased fresh air, smart flow, air circulation, and elimination of pollutants. Um, I don't know. Maybe that means they just changed the filter. Yeah. I, mm, <laughs> I, I think I've read enough articles that say air conditioning probably made it COVID worse than it sh should have yeah. been. So that's part of it for me. I think that, you know, I'm still not sure about that going into a place that is going to be filled with other people. Um, one thing though, to kind of go against that, um, this is kind of cool. What uh, Cinemark is doing is they're allowing people to, um, rent out an entire theater, uh, entire screen uh, from, a, from depending on the movie. If it's an older one, it's a hundred bucks. Um, so you can go see Jurassic Park or uh, Princess Bride or any of your, some of these classic movies that they have uh, put up on the big screen and experience it the way it was supposed to be seen many years ago. Uh, but you can bring up to 20 people with you and it's just your party. Uh, pretty good price, I'd say. You know, if you bring 10 yeah. people in, uh, 10 or 15 people and you're already down to uh, about 10 bucks a ticket. So and if you got like a birthday or something like that, or uh, you want to do like a big double, double, double date type thing. I mean, that yeah. would be a fantastic uh, thing to do. Well, Jordan and I have thought about it. I think right now we're just too busy to try to find a time to do it. But um, you know, new mutants came out uh, recently. Tenants coming out here. Uh, there's movies out there that I think are, are worth going to see. But again, between uh, the going back to school and uh, closing in here on a house soon, as well as me and my grad school, there's just too much going on. So we'll, we'll stick with our streaming services right now. Um, yeah. But I it is something I, to look forward to. There was a, there was a piece on CBS News uh, the other day where Michael B. Jordan is uh, trying to get the movies back to people, and he's been investing money into refurbishing and redoing uh, drive-in movie theaters. I think they're great. We got and, one here in Dayton. Yeah, so he's been, uh, since this COVID stuff's been going on, he's been putting a lot of money into uh, getting those back up and going so people can still go to the movies in a safe way. Yeah, and, and I love it. Dixie Twin here, it's not the uh, the fanciest place in Dayton, but you know what? It's it's worth it. I think it's a good experience. Jordan and I, Jordan and I haven't been for a couple summers, but when we went, we used to go often. And two movies for a pretty good price, you get to see them and, um, you know, Good, good popcorn. You get a 
you know, you get to pick your company pretty well, but uh, some of us don't get to pick anymore. We, we picked when we put a ring on it, right? <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited. Uh, I think that we have a lot coming up. Um, unfortunately, who knows if we're going to be seeing it video on demand or if we're going to be seeing it on theaters, but new material is coming up soon. So let's get to that new material. All right. All right. We got an alphabetical order list because you know what? That's the way that I found it. So that's what we're going to do. an English teacher. So let's start with A Quiet Place 2. This one was supposed to have already come out. Um, I believe it was originally supposed to have come out in March, maybe April, if I'm not mistaken. It was supposed to come out. It was, we went on quarantine, and then it was supposed to come out the next weekend. Because Devin and I were looking forward to going seeing that because we liked the first one so much. Um, so yeah, that was the first, the actual first casualty of quarantine movies. Yep, originally set for March twenty, and now it is going to be released April twenty third of next year. It almost get, it's getting pushed back a year. A movie that was completely ready is getting pushed back a yeah. whole year. Like it literally, like we left school what March thirteenth, mm-hmm. and the literally that next weekend it was like we're like oh shit, and it got pushed back. Uh, bringing back Emily Blunt as the mom from the first one yep. um no john karinsky but i wouldn't be surprised if he's in a flashback oh i think he is i'm pretty yeah. well i'm pretty sure i saw him he's he in, was it. in the trailer he was yeah. in the trailer he's in it he's just not a, a focal point because spoiler alert stuff happens in the end of the first um he's still directing it though so he's yeah. going to be written and directed by him um based on characters from brian woods and scott beck which ironically enough um i one of my former students from a school in illinois that i used to teach at um, knows those guys um, they, oh. li- they lived in a nearby city so their their characters um, were, were from that's kind of a cool story but we're not going to get into that this time but uh, yeah I'm, I'm thrilled to see this I can't believe it just didn't go video on demand honestly no well I don't think they were I don't think they knew what to do they I mean the first video on demand was in April and that was with trolls too so it took that long for them just to figure out is it safe to do this are we going to piss off uh movie theater companies and production companies and, and things like that. But I'm really, we were really excited to see this because we enjoyed the first one so much. Yeah. Um, and to me, based on the trailer out there that, you know, while the, the first one was very confined to the farm, they're out exploring now. This is like a whole new world. You know, this is a whole new thing for them because her and the children are, uh, out on the run after mm-hmm. I literally think that this one picks up like right after the first one. I think so. so. They, they've lost their father. So they're, they're out searching for help and getting away from the farm. And yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I think Emily Blunt could be like the new uh, Sigourney Weaver, like from aliens, like a strong female action horror kind of character. Well, what I, what I think is so fantastic about this series is the use of, uh, Millicent Simmons as an actual uh, hearing impaired actress yeah and and portraying like actually getting it done the way it should be done with uh, with people being able to uh, represent themselves proper representation in film so that's awesome and they made sure she very specifically worked with uh, with Krasinski with directing to make sure that it was done the right way like this is the the signing for this this is um, some of the issues, these are some of the issues that people, deaf people have to deal with. So very, very true to life and a phenomenal cast and a great plot. So definitely we were yeah. going to do a, a ranking of out of five uh, masks 
I give this one definitely Corona five. mask. I'm ready for this one. Five out of five for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. COVID mask guy, yeah. Cause it, I mean, it's really, it's been a long time since we've had a good scary movie. Yeah. I mean, it's been a while. Even with this COVID, even before this, it was like, oh. You know, I think the last really good one that we saw was the, the, um, the Jordan Peele one. Um, oh, us? Yeah, us. So it's, it's, we're ready. We're ready for a good scary movie. And this is something that we're familiar with, especially if you've seen the first one. Hopefully yeah, Cecilia Murphy is good in this too. Yeah. I, I'm just, I mean, I think the reason why I didn't go video on demand, it's, it's a movie you have to see in theaters with that, with the, mm-hmm. the Dolby digital, you know, surround sound because mm-hmm. man, it was powerful. That first one was really powerful. So. Uh, Cause there's not a lot of sound. It's just the background sound. Yeah, exactly. Well, Speaking yeah. of horror movies that we haven't got, have you seen the trailer for come play? I just saw this yesterday. No, I have not. No. So essentially there's this like, uh, creature that comes through and um, like picks a child that it wants to play with and then it like tor- tortures or torments that child and the kid is he's an autistic kid who uses his iPad for everything and he sees this he sees it through his iPad so it's like technology you can only see it through the technology it looks interesting but it looks really bad like I'm intrigued because it's like a different concept yeah it's different but it's like how many times it never works. Any anytime you get technology and horror, it just it doesn't work. They haven't found the right mix yet. The recipe is not there. But anyways, I digress. Just saw that one yesterday, and you'd mentioned um, it does have um, uh, Jillian Jacobs from uh, Community in it, though. So okay, I don't know. See, I haven't seen her in anything really except for Community. So we'll see if uh, she makes that jump to, to horror as well. Uh, next one on the list, Black Widow. We've been talking about this one in a few other podcasts. Um, I, I don't even so know if I want to see it. This, yeah, just for reference, this takes place before Endgame, obviously. Is it yeah. between Endgame and Infinity War, or is it before Infinity War? Black Widow is supposed to take place between... Oh, trying to remember. If I'm not mistaken, it takes place um, after America, uh, Civil War. Civil War, okay. But that makes sense. For Endgame. Okay. Yeah. Or um. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. This is a. Uh, I mean, this cast is loaded. I mean, Scarlett Johansson is obviously back. This is her chance to, you know, lead a movie. Um, uh, Florence Pugh, which we know from the one we did on uh, wrestling with my family. Yeah. And Midsommar. Uh, we'll have a we'll have a a cameo from. Robert Downey Jr., which I was reading an article of the day that he was not happy with his cameo. Really? Like he's not something. There was this article about him not being happy with the way they used his his one post mortem uh, uh, cameo. Rachel I, Weiss, yeah, I David Harbour. What you shouldn't? They should have left him out. I don't think this was the movie to put him back into. I I'm sitting here and I. Black Widow had a first off this movie should have come out before Endgame because it I feel like more people would have cared would have, yeah. about her it would death. have made her death yes yeah. yes 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 so they they butchered that this should have come out before Endgame the second thing is is Black Widow for for how important Scarlett Johansson's character has been to to Avengers 
and how it was great to see if like pretty much she was the only female representation for the longest time. Um, and all, and even yeah. not the greatest representation, but hell, it, representation nonetheless. I, Black Widow's not that exciting. It's it's interesting, you know. It's a different type of a movie, and I think that my my worry with this one is is we've been waiting for so damn long for for any movie to come out, something that we're all looking forward to. That when we finally get our superhero movie for Marvel, it's Black Widow. I don't know. I'm I'm just not. I think it's going to be You're good. Being cautious. I'm just kind of worried. Yeah, because I'm like, I think it's going to be good. I love Dave, I love David Harbor. Um, I think it's a good, it's a great cast. It's interesting. It's going to be, it's going to remind me of um, Wolverine that was set in the, in the Japan uh, setting. So like a good movie, probably yeah. a little underappreciated, but pretty good, you know, and it's going to hold up. Plus she's done this the one so that we should much be waiting for, for. She has done so much for them. Like she has done so much for Marvel. I think this is like, this is yours. This will be your baby. It'll be your your swan song. It'll be you know a way that they can get one more taste of Black Widow. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know if it, it would have been better if it was already out and we're having to wait now longer. I mean, everybody else got their origin story. Everybody yeah. else got it, and she Except did. Hawkeye. And Hawkeye's gonna get it too. Yeah. But Hawkeye's also not dead yet. That's true. Like they kill off the character, and then they give her a story. Like. I, that's just that's bad writing i think like if you're gonna make us care about the character give us more to go off of give her more of an arc i mean i think she had a good arc without it do we need a black widow film no because the character's arc is finished now we're gonna go back after we've it's like getting iron man but after after we get endgame like yeah no, i mean because her, her arc yeah her arc played out through several movies several so, iron yeah. man movies avengers movies but I, I, I would say I, I give this about three mask. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Three, I'm gonna go three as well. Mask. I was thinking three and a half, but I think three. Um, you know, I I'm excited for it, but I'm very cautious. Like you said, I just think that this one probably could have done the same thing that Mulan is doing. You know, if Disney Plus wants to go that route, uh, I don't think this is one that people are that excited about to the point where they're like, okay, we have to go see it. November is still not going to be a great time for COVID. You know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I think I, I think uh, it'd be good. I just, I, I don't, I don't know if I'm as excited to see it. Let's get into an, an, uh, another horror movie, Candyman. Candyman um, was supposed to be out. Let's see here. If I get this one right. Uh, Candyman was originally supposed to be out in, on... Well, it's going to be released yeah. October 16th. With, if, if all goes well. But it was originally released, supposed to release in June of this year. So it only had a couple month delay. This um, is what produce, are you... produced and written by Jordan Peele. So it's, mm-hmm. got some, it's got some spine to it. Also, yeah. um, directed by Nia DaCosta, who is also uh, lined up to direct the Captain Marvel sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, so... What are your thoughts about Candyman? I honestly, I've got to say, I've never seen the original. Um, I've heard great things, but uh, I don't know. I remember as a kid seeing Candyman and it scaring the shit out of me. <laughs> just because it was so, the original was so visually disturbing uh, with uh, Tony Todd and uh, and uh, I think it was Virginia Madsen. Um, but yeah, I mean, this, 
of all the all the horror movies you could have picked to reboot i'm i'm you know how i feel about reboots i hate fucking reboots yeah i hate them i'm okay with this one this is a, a new tale that you could tell that is heavily incorporated into african-american uh, culture and african-american film um i mean most of the cast is african-american yeah most of the cast was african-american in the original one it was just made in the early 90s um this is the right time for this i'm 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 kind of excited for this because you know with all the things that have been happening uh it's it's you know it's just strength it's it, this could be the um black panther version of horror yeah and you're it bringing back a, they're bringing back tony todd so it is yeah they're gonna they're bring they're continuing to keep a little bit of that originality there while rebooting the the idea giving a new generation Candyman. I trust Jordan Peele. I like do I, I don't like he's done nothing wrong in my book so far. So I I totally trust him rebooting this, and I know he's a fan of horror movies, and this was probably one of his favorite ones when he was younger. Um, and like I said, that this could be uh, what Black Panther was to African American community in the comic books in major motion picture this could be what it is for african-americans in the horror genre i mean well and, and if you look at it too you have um yaya abdul mateen who played um black manta and as well as he was in uh watchmen the hbo series uh, you got a great front man there um and then uh, tiana paris who was in Mad Men. Um, mm -hmm. so you've got some really you've got face value and you have support in bringing back Todd and then you've got um, you got Jordan Peele kind of at the helm um, you know and then you've got you bringing some you bring some uh, diversity and you know both female representation and African female representation in the director I think it's great I think they got they have uh, a lot of the pieces set in place so hopefully it lines up yeah and it's a horror movie coming out hopefully coming out in October so we'll see it could I'm be gonna, I'm gonna give it a two and a half just because I don't have that history with the last one, but it does look good. Um, so I'll be looking forward to seeing it. But if I if I had a little bit more of the history, I probably would have been the nostalgia factor would have bumped it up another uh, mask or so. But I'm gonna go two and a half on this one. Uh, three and a half. Three and a half. Excellent. Moving on to another Marvel movie. This is the one that I think should be in the spot of the first one back. The Eternals. Um, the Eternals is is the of the celestial this is what i think is going to kick off phase four as far as the celestial mentality um with marvel's um mentality of going toward that um they they changed the title now apparently i'm just looking up something they have changed their title to i don't know i'm looking it up the eternals is now known as come on oh it's just called eternals that's stupid. That's not changing the title. That's just like the as a, face. As an English teacher, how much does that piss you off? That you just that's took the, the, the off. Well, it's just like saying, like, that's why I'm still kind of like, we talked about this last week. Well, last week, haha, about an hour ago, with the with the Suicide Squad versus Suicide Squad. Like, it's the same damn thing. It's a it's an article. It's which suicide? Well, that one. Okay. Whatever. How many Suicide Squads are there? How many Eternals are there? Anyways. Um, that's not what we're here to talk about. But Eternals was supposed so this, to come out originally um, on, uh, oh, goodness. When was that one supposed to come out originally? It's saying now expected February 2021. February 12th, 2021. Oh, it's originally November 6th. So this is one that we yeah. were supposed to be getting soon. Um, 
And now essentially now in, on, in that spot, we're getting Black Widow. That's a disappointment in my, in my book. We were supposed to on November 6th be watching The Eternals slash Eternals or whatever the hell you want to call it. Uh, but now we're getting Black Widow. I mean, Eternals for me, it's got a fantastic cast. It to me is this phase, this next movement of Guardians of the Galaxy. No one knows the Eternals. Nobody really knows the Celestial group because they haven't been put into movies yet. And that's what got Guardians of the Galaxy popular. That's what, hell, that's what got Iron Man popular. Iron Man was not nearly as popular in the world of Marvel until the movie came out. So, I mean, most people wouldn't agree with that because they're like, oh, everybody loves Iron Man because of the damn movie. So, yeah, I think Eternals yeah. is going to do the exact same thing. Hell of a cast. Um, Kamal Nanjiani. You've got Richard Madden, Gemma Chan, uh, Chan Selma Hayek, Angelina Jolie and Kit Harington. Yeah. Oh, there's so many characters, so many great actors in this. I cannot wait. I just hope people are ready for this. Me too. Like they get, I hope they get it. They understand it, you know? Yeah. This, this is not going to be like a, it's not even going to be like a Thor. It's going to be more than that. I think it's, it's going to come down to the writing. Um, you know, are they going to have a good storyline? This is not a Stan Lee uh, group of characters. This is a Jack Kirby group of characters. So um, this is a little, this is different. They're moving forward. You know, Stan Lee is past. God rest his soul. But I mean, we got to move forward. We got to move into Miss Marvel. We got to move into all these new, uh, you know, She-Hulk and all these new characters. I think Eternals is going to be uh, a hit. I'm putting it at, a, this is a five out of five for me. I couldn't wait for this one and now I have to wait longer. So that kind of sucks. Just because I don't know them very well, I'm going to just go three out of five. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't, have no, I don't have no background on it, so I'm just gonna. I'm gonna, and I'm not. I don't plan on reading into. It. I'm just gonna go into it, not knowing nothing, and, and just judge it on how I know the rest of the Marvel universe. Oh, I didn't even realize you got Brian Tyree Henry in this. I forgot about that. Um, he's phenomenal too, from Atlanta uh, for the FX comedy, um, comedy drama. I guess it's a little bit of both. Um, but yeah, I think that it's this is gonna be a lot of fun. Um, and I'm just bummed that the the fans have got to wait because I think that they they're going to have a really awesome movie here. Um, but yeah, so let's keep moving along here. Uh, the next one, F9. Are you a Fast and the Furious fan, Ben? You know I'm not. You're just saying that to get under my skin. Not either. But hey, we kind of I think we have to go see this one, or at least maybe not go see this, but we have to see this because um, Mike Lair's in it. Yeah. We're not in it, but in it. Yeah, he's a, he's a he's got a pretty not a big part, but he's been a major, will be a major. I mean, partner. he's he's stunt doubling for one of the major characters. So yeah, and he did. Uh, I think from what I I remember from our conversation, he also did a little bit of the fight choreo for it. I just I just how many of these can you make? I'm pretty I mean, sure they said that like the seventh they, one was the last one. They steal shit. They drive cars very fast. They do stuff that would not be physically possible in the real world. Okay, we get it. I mean, so Dre, Dre would not agree. Kim and Dre are both huge Fast and Furious fans. Um, you know, Dre cries every time he watches. I think it's the seventh one with Paul Walker. Is that the right? Is that right? Paul Walker died before the seventh or sixth. Anyways, every time, every time he just it, it just hits him in his feels. So I'm sure he is looking forward to this. I'm giving this a one. I've only seen the first three. No, I take that back. I. I've seen the first three, and then Dre forced me to watch uh, four and five, maybe six. I don't remember. I tuned out. 
in Houston. Um, but I've seen more of them, but I, I just don't get into these movies. I'm giving it a one Michael Lair. <laughs> one being I would see it because Michael Lair is going to be in it. Okay. Yep. I'm, I'm with you there. Uh, the next one though. Okay. So this one, tell me if you've heard about free guy, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. The kind of movie or the video game adaptation where he is a guy who doesn't realize he's in a video game and he has, then he like becomes self-aware. It kind of is. I, I don't think it's going to be a good movie. I think it's going to be fun though. Um, yeah you know free guys one that i had heard of originally i think when was it i was on letterbox or something and i saw it and i was like oh that looks kind of cool um saw the trailer for it looked really funny and then i was like okay when the hell is this going to come out it originally was supposed to come out july 3rd uh right around the 4th of july and now it's coming out in december of this year so we may still get it fingers crossed we may still get it in 2020 um but he's a non-player character in an open world game. Um, you know, imagine walking into Grand Theft Auto and all of the random people that you kill, the prostitutes, all they are real people. And these people have mindsets. Uh, and now you have to uh, basically see what happens. You know, he starts to become a little aware of his world being a video game. Um, I'm excited because you've got Joe Keery um, in it. Yep. That's going to be cool. Looking forward to him. Taika Waititi's in it as well. Um, it's. I think it's going to be fun. Is it going to be good? Probably yeah. not, but fun. Yeah, Definitely. but I, I think that's what we kind of need right now. Absolutely. You know? I mean, we need fun, something fun, something that we don't have to put a lot of thought into, something that has like jokes in it that will make us laugh and make us feel bad for laughing and yeah, that's that. Uh, yeah, I think it would even do well based on that fact that this could be a good movie to have at this point in time and in, in this country. I'm looking at it too. Sean Levy is uh, directed it. He did. Uh, he's directed Stranger Things, uh, more popularly uh, Big Fat Liar. Great, a great uh, movie from back in the day, uh, and the Ninth Museum movies. So he's got a few movies under his belt that uh, that did pretty well. So. We'll see. I, I'm going to give this one a, uh, a three out of five because I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but could I wait longer? Probably. It's going to be good, but I could wait. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm with you. Three out of five. All right, moving along to Ghostbusters Afterlife. This one hurts. This one hurts a lot to, to have this to This should have already been out. Yep. Should have already been out. We should be doing a podcast review on it right now but we're not. We're sitting this here one, talking about F9. This one sucks. It should have been out this summer, July 10th. Now we're getting it in March of next year. Um, not quite getting the year-long Quiet Place treatment, but still, that's a long time for a movie that was ready to roll, was ready to uh, to come out. No, They didn't have to wait for anything. No reason for it to wait other than they would like to put it out when people can go see it rather than it being a casualty yeah. COVID. Hopefully. Yeah. I'm i I'm I, if you've not seen the trailer yet, go watch the trailer. Um, it is a trailer that Aaron likes because they don't spoil anything. There's no, you don't see a cameo Bill Murray or Sigourney Weaver or Dan Aykroyd or Ernie Hudson or anything like that. Um, they just give you the tidbits of what, where the story might go. Mm -hmm. um, you get to see the Ecto one. Um, it's, it's this is probably the movie I'm looking forward to the most this year going into 2021. 
Um, I, I never would have thought I would have ever seen another Ghostbuster movie with the original cast. Yeah. I mean, and the, the thing Especially that's... after the last one came out with the four females. Nothing against that, <laughs> but it was bad. I mean, it was bad. It was bad. It was. And I, and unfortunately, I don't think it was their fault. I think it was no, just no, the, no, no. the writing. The writing was not the best. And I think that it just had too much had too much going against it as far as legacy. There's certain movies that you shouldn't reboot to try to get you know a restart for just for the hell of it. And I think this is one where if you want to give us a sequel, you want to give us another one, great. But if you're going to try to reboot it and try to recreate it just for the hell of it, it better be good. And the writing just didn't didn't cut it. So unfortunately, yeah, I'm, I'm, and then we got Paul Rudd in this too. Like that I love makes it, Paul that's, Rudd. That is the cherry on top. I absolutely love me some Paul Rudd. And, and, I've got a massive how, man crush on Paul Rudd. Yeah, and and the fact that how they have to, and it clearly shows in the writing. They people that that are in this have been interviewed saying, yeah, it's you know how they have interwoven Harold Ramis's character Egon. Mm-hmm. has passed away uh, about five five or six years ago um he has this this is stories about him yeah and, and i mean you do get just, you, you do get in the trailer um the patch that says that so you know that it's his family so like it's it's uh-huh. legacy in that sense it's passing on the torch to somebody in, within that realm um so yeah i i think it's going to be great i uh, my only concern is anytime you get a movie like this, it can become a little hokey. Um, so I, I, but Jason Reitman's in it as the director. He's done a phenomenal yeah. job. I think it'll be in good hands. Um, so I, I'm, I'm giving this one a, a five out of five as well. Five out of five. I'm, I'm so excited. I and mean, this, I don't do this often, um, but this may be like the first night it comes out. Like I may have to go see this first night it comes out. I don't know if I'll be able to because that is right around our anniversary. So unless Jordan wants to go see it, uh, I, mean, I may be waiting until the week after. If Jordan cares about your feelings as a person and as a spouse, <laughs> she should make those sacrifices. I, I, yeah, I agree. I, mean, just, I absolutely agree. I, yeah. <laughs> All right. Next one up on the list is Godzilla versus Kong. Oh, for me, I, I think this is one of the ones that this might be my Ghostbusters as you said, the one that you're really? going to see. I absolutely, well, I have this, um, I grew up with Godzilla. My dad, my, the very first movie I ever saw in theaters was 1997 Godzilla. I, I will go to my grave thinking that is a better movie than it is because of the nostalgia of it. Um, it is not a good movie. It's, it's just kind of tacky. They really butchered the lore of Godzilla. Um, but I love it. Anything Godzilla, I think, is just really, really good. Um, I even loved Godzilla. What was it? The King of the Monsters that just came out. Um, when they started, when they brought in like King Ghidorah and Mothra, I was just in Rodan. I was freaking out. I was just like a kid in a candy store. Loved it. Godzilla versus Kong is just going to be, you know, you, give me the Pacific Rim type of kaiju movie any day, and I will watch it over and over again. That is kind of my guilty pleasure that most people probably don't know but i absolutely love those movies so um this one i'm gonna gonna see if i can find out the uh the specs behind it but um i know that it did you you like did did you like the godzilla sequel with um oh god who was in that uh kyle chandler and millie bobby brown and yeah the the, that was uh king of the king of the monsters yeah um yeah you like that 
I thought I thought that one was good. Um, I didn't. I think that overall the uh, the Aaron Johnson Brian Cranston one that came out a few years before that was a little better. Um, but I thought I liked it. I thought that, like I said, like the incorporation of all of the other villain monsters was just cool. I was just pumped to see him. Um, so this one was originally supposed to come out um, in. Let's see here. Um, so, well, whoa. It is scheduled now to be uh, released on May 21st of next year after being delayed from November of this year. So not a huge bump, um, but I think it's just, I, I love these types of movies. So for me, it's going to get a five just because, I mean, the, the Kong Skull Island film, I, I mean, first off, I think King Kong with Jack Black and Adrian Brody sucked. It was uh, horrible five hours of give me the if you there's a if you guys have ever heard um the song king kong by tripod it is a group it is a comedic group uh who sing songs in a funny of a funny nature go listen to it they have a line that says get to the fucking monkey um and it is hilarious and it is like i wanted i want to see this movie because of king kong i don't care about adrian brody um or i don't care about jack black like just get to the fucking monkey, and that was what was horrible. And then the skull, no, skull island, island was good. Skull Island gave us the fucking monkey. So yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I could talk all night about Godzilla and King Kong movies, and I had I no won't. idea. I think I learned something new about you. I love them. Yeah, I didn't know so, that. Hmm. And my I, dad, grew, my dad grew up with a, a huge um, love of Godzilla, so he kind of passed that on. He watched all those like Japanese uh, cartoons, or not cartoons, but like guys in the body suits and, and um, just a lot of those types of, of movies growing up. And so we watched a ton of those when I was a kid. So yeah, absolutely. Love yeah. Them. I would say th- I'm, a, I'm a three out of five mask on this. All right. Well, say. we're going to probably flip here again. when We get to Halloween movies. Cause again, I do have a, I will say I have a uh, larger appreciation for them than I used to, but um I know You're you are welcome. you are in on this one. So Halloween Kills um, being the next one. And we also, as a result of this one being delayed, uh, what is the other one called? I couldn't remember. Uh, Halloween Ends, I think. I think Hall- yeah. Halloween, yeah. Halloween, ends. Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. Yeah. Um, ends is now pushed to 22, and Halloween Kills is pushed to 21. Um, what are your thoughts on this one? I'm very excited. Surprise, surprise, he survives the fire. We called it. We called it. Yeah, we did. If you go back, you can go back and listen to a previous drive-in podcast. Um, um, I mean, we going back, I enjoyed the first one so much. Um, So I'm excited that they're not only making a sequel, but they're like, this is going to be within its own trilogy. Yeah. Um, Because that's what people do nowadays. Um, And from what I've been reading, um, they interviewed the director... And they interviewed John Carpenter, um, who's the, the creator of Halloween. Um, and they're like, this is violent. Like, we, we, like, this is, we're like, this is probably the most violent we will ever, ever see him in a, in a film, uh, in a version. Like, this is very violent and it's very true to the slasher um, genre. So I, that got me really pumped. Um, we haven't had, we don't have a trailer for it yet. I bet you in October they released a trailer. Yeah, I'd be shocked if they didn't just to give so, us something. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm excited. Like, I believe the one, the one that Danny McBride and and his writing uh, buddy, they they breathe new life into this. 
So, and again, we're, we've been kind of dry on horror movies. Uh, so I'm, I'm kind of excited to see this. Um, I hope they don't fudge it. I mean, I like, like I, I, I truly in my hearts of hearts when they made the first one, I believe they had the second one at least in mind. So they knew how they were going to write him surviving. Uh, yeah. I mean, fire. we, we, we say, unless you see it, especially in these types of movies, unless you see a burning body or a dead body, and then it is like dismembered, you're going to get a return. It just happens. You know, and even then I you heard, sometimes I, still I, see it. <laughs> yeah. I read that her, um, Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter in this, Judy, mm-hmm. is it Judy Greer? Yeah. I, I heard she don't make it. <laughs> now I wouldn't I heard be surprised. there are a couple people that are just going to be like, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited um, because we don't, we don't get these films too much anymore. Like slasher, scary. It's true. Stuff. I mean, it's, really it's dried up. It's dried up. It's due for a renaissance. So what are, what are you going to give this one? Oh, five out of five, Michael Myers, COVID mask. I, I'm going to give this one three and a half. Uh, I'm excited for it. It'll be good. I'll go see it. Probably go see it with you. I'll have it on the podcast. Uh, but um, again, it's just not, I, I have, it had this been a year ago and I hadn't seen the other one, it would have been like a one or a two, but uh, definitely have a new appreciation for it. But not to the extent that you have. Absolutely. They're releasing it in October, which is what's important. Exactly. Around Halloween, title Halloween makes perfect sense. Uh, next one here. I know you've got a little bit of uh, theater in your blood. Uh, in the Heights, uh, the uh, first of um, Lin-Manuel Miranda's uh, films, or uh, not films, but musicals that he really got launched with before Hamilton um, was In the Heights. So this one was supposed to come out in the summer. Uh, originally, we were expecting to come out in June of 2020, but now we're getting June of 2021. Um, what are your thoughts on this one? I have done. You don't this have any? The first, this is the first time I'm hearing of this movie. Man. When I first started typing it into my IMDb, I said in the heat of the night, and I was like, no, that was a, a TV show in the 80s and 90s. Um, no, I have no I have no knowledge of this. I'm sure. You will love it. I guarantee the, you, you will love it. You like Hamilton? No, it's okay. All right, so it's the same style as Hamilton okay. as far as it's like a little bit of singing, rapping. Um, it's definitely more no, singing. I love it. Yes. When's this supposed to come out? Uh, it's next summer now. Uh, we're looking at I June 2021. Yeah, it'll be a date. Hopefully, a date movie. Yeah, it's Make it's it good. Fun. It's um, it's a it's again a major uh, step forward for representation in Hollywood. You have an all Latino cast. Uh, well, mostly. I mean, you've got you know Corey Hawkins in it playing um, playing Benny. So he you've got some African American representation. But um, I'm excited. Stephanie Beatrice from Brooklyn Nine Nine, uh, who plays Rosa. Uh, she's in it. You have Anthony Ramos, who is uh, in Hamilton as uh, John Lawrence. He was also in the original, um, the original In the Heights as, uh, oh, what was the name? Is Sonny. So he's gonna he's taking Lin Manuel's uh, position, and then Lin Manuel is even in it as the per- Mr. Paragua, um, Mr. Paraguayo, which is the Paragua guy. Uh, so just gonna be cool to see it. It's a re- it's got amazing music. It's powerful. Um, story i'm gonna give this one a four and a half out of five um i was not nearly as bummed i would have gone and seen it this summer but at the same time it's not like when i was in high school and rent came out and i was like oh my god this is the greatest thing ever uh i was definitely um pumped for rent but this one um very excited for 
to uh, to see a film version of it, but I'll wait a year. So four, four and a half. I'm going to say one just because I don't know nothing about it. Not saying that Lin-Manuel is, he's fantastic what he's been putting together and, and doing and stuff. I just, I don't know. It's also I, got, I, it's got Jimmy Smith's in it too. You know, Jimmy Smith's. Yeah. From the nineties. Yeah. He's uh he's in it as the, uh, the dad. I'm, I'm more excited for, if we're staying on this musical stuff, I'm more excited for, um, was it Spielberg's West Side Story? Oh, West Side Story would be really good. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, so uh, the the girl who plays Maria in that um, is I don't know if you've seen anything about Hamilton, um, but she's the actress who plays the Bullet, which the Bullet okay. is like this character who is in, in every single like she represents death, and people didn't really realize Ari, uh, her name's Ariana DeBose. Um, but she's she's one of the um, best dancers in the group. They were saying, and and now she's getting a breakout in uh, and Maria for West Side Story. So that'll be yeah. cool when that comes around. Yeah. All right, let's I move on. Like, yeah. Jungle Cruise, a Disney film. Um, so we were talking about The Rock uh, not too long ago, and we were talking about Black Adam. I guess last week for those listening at home. Uh, but Jungle Cruise is another one of those movies that was supposed to come out pretty early. Uh, from what I can remember, and it's getting a really huge bump. Um, originally, it was supposed to come out in um, July of this year, and now it is getting uh, pushed back a full year, and it was ready. It was ready to roll, so I'm surprised, especially being another Disney movie that is going to be pushed um, back so far. But this is going to be a Disney blockbuster movie. You can't let this go to Disney+. Plus. Is it, though? Like, I mean, yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's going to be a big blockbuster. Do you think this is going to be as big as Pirates was? Because Pirates was based it on a, be. on a ride. It could be. Man, I it could be. I mean, I will. I will probably. I will probably take my six year old to see this. Okay. I mean, it it could be. Plus, you got you got the Rock in it, and he's bankable. Oh, he's right absolutely. Now. I mean, but yeah, I don't know. I, I'm looking at it here, and you got a good cast. You've got. Uh, you know, Jesse Rock. Plemons. You got yeah, Jesse Clements, Paul Giamatti, Emily Blunt, of course. Um, you got a good cast, but I mean, I just maybe it's because so I I have only been to Disney World once and Disneyland once, and they both happened in the last five years. I didn't go as a kid. You know, we just we just didn't go. We went to Adventureland and Six Flags and all these other places that were closer to us. Um, so I didn't I didn't grow up with it. So maybe that's the reason why I'm not as excited. I'd be curious to think uh, to see what my sister-in-law and, and you know, Jordan and everybody who are huge Disney fans, they grew up going there all the time. Maybe they have a little bit more excitement for it than me. Yeah. I would say with my six-year-old, I'll give this like three and a half stars. I'll give this one a one and a half. I'll give it a little bit more than a one. I just I don't know. It'll probably be interesting. I just have no, in, no interest in it. I have nothing. I have no stakes. Nothing in it. Uh, moving on to another kid movie. Minions Rise of Gru. Um, are they still making these? Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. They could have stopped. They they could have stopped, but I mean, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. It's. I will take my kid to go see it if he wants to go see it. Um, but I'm not. It's like you could have stopped a movie ago. The last, the last uh, Despicable Me was good. You could have stopped there. It didn't. This is going well. to be the fifth movie in From this that franchise. franchise. Yeah, that's a lot. They're milking that cow, that big yellow minion cow for all. Good lord, they should have paid attention to Shrek. I mean, hell, after a couple of the first, after the first couple, it it went downhill. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm, I'm, it's, I'm one out, of, one mask out of this. I would have been happy with Despicable Me, Despicable Me Two, and then Minions, and then be done. And even, yeah. and I even thought Minion was kind of stupid. Yeah, I, I just didn't, I didn't get into it. But um, yeah, I'm giving this one a one as well. I'm sure it's going to be fun. It's got you know Steve Carell. It's got a great cast of a voice cast. But I just don't think we need it. I think it's going to be a bunch of fart jokes and it's going to be all the other movies with a slightly different plot. Yep, I agree. So, one out of the five. I'd even give it less. But you know what? Wear your, wear your damn mask. So I'll at least give you one. Uh, Morbius. Morbius. Uh, the, so this was interesting. So Morbius, um, for me, this was originally, uh, it feels like, all right, so let's get back to it. This is supposed to have come out. Um, let me find it here. Um, it's been pushed to March. It's got yeah, it got pushed to March. I'm trying to find the film version of it. Uh, I think it was supposed to be this fall. It's yeah, it's one that when I saw it, I was like, oh, it's coming out already. Um, yeah. It was originally supposed to come out July of 2020, so it was. July 10th, and then it got moved back a little bit to July 31st, and now it's March of next year. So Morbius is, if you're not familiar, this is uh, one of the one of the villains, I guess, of the super or the Spider-Man world. This is kind of in that Sony realm. So um, Venom, the first Venom movies in that, um, all of the Spider-Man movies were in that um, uh, before they moved over to. Um, to Marvel, and then eventually they will be back with Sony again. Maybe I don't know. That's a complicated uh, situation, contract situation. But ultimately, we're going to get a continuation of what we got at the end of uh, Spider-Man, um, the, the first one, the uh -huh. uh, Homecoming. Not not Homecoming. Yeah, Homecoming. Yeah. Um, that one is a continuation of this idea of. Um, you've got Vulture, you've got all these these kind of villains. And I think this is setting up a potential um, storyline for Sinister Six. Yeah. Yeah, I was, uh, the, 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 the trailer was shocking. And then towards the last part of the trailer, all of a sudden there's Michael Keaton as his character from Spider-Man Homecoming. You're like, oh shit, what's, hap what's happening here? Like, yeah, what's, connecting what's going on? I'm very excited for this. Um, this. This could be a big character in it especially if sony is able to play nice with marvel and disney and allow maybe morbius to move in since disney and marvel are moving towards the blade character mm -hmm. that this could set this could set up all kinds of stuff they need to start learning that if they start working together they could do miraculous things for films well sony just needs to to stop trying to get more money they're getting yeah. they're putting down almost no money and they are getting a massive return um yeah. Granted, they feel like they should get more, but they're not the ones making the movie. They're just the one who own it. So you're getting your residual check. Get your easy residual check for owning a property and go make some good movies on your own. Go make some more Fast and Furious. Yeah, I just I, I don't understand why Sony is so caught up on this. Um, but that's a, that's another uh, another episode. Yeah, um, I'm excited I, for Morbius. I think Jared yeah. Leto. This might be a a great consolation prize for him and what happened to him with the Joker and Suicide yeah. Squad. Um, I think this is a more of a, his alley, if, a dark character. He doesn't have to be too flashy. Yeah, if he does really good with this, I will forget everything there was about the Joker and Suicide Squad. Yeah, and we also have Matt Smith in this. Yeah, um, 
So I'm excited with that, with him there. Um, and then you had to mention your Fast and Furious. Tyrese Gibson is also yeah. in this. So they do have a little bit of uh, uh, love there. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm be curious to see where this goes. I'm going to give this one once it comes out. I'm going to give it three and a half for it being a, a Marvel movie. I'd be more excited, but um, we'll see. I think it could be really good, but I want to see where they go with it. And I, I can definitely wait until next year. I think it probably should have come out next year anyway. Yeah, uh, I like, I like, I'd give it a four just because of the potential that it could have. And uh, yeah, I mean, think about next year, we'll get that and then we'll get a new Venom movie and then eventually a new Spider-Man movie. So it could be a big year for the Spider-Man verse. Yeah, absolutely. Um, All right. So the next two actually, so Mulan, by the time this comes out, Mulan will have already dropped on Disney plus um, for a whopping $30. I don't know if we've talked about this yet on the, on the podcast. Um, Mulan is going straight to Disney plus a premium surcharge of $30. And they keep trying to sugarcoat it by saying, well, yeah, but you'll have it for the entirety of the time as you are a subscriber to the, to the service. Wait a minute. So there's going to be a one-time $30 charge to my account? If you decide that you want to watch it. Okay. So it's not automatic. You have to go online. You have to say like, yes. Dude, that's some bullshit. Just for one movie. One movie. Like, do you, are, is, is CJ Chan's going to serve food to my door with that purchase? I don't know. I just, I look at this and I'm like, all right, here's the thing. If, unless you, Mulan is your favorite Disney movie and you've been waiting for this forever, just wait. Disney Plus is already, you know, seven bucks a month. You know, by the time it comes around, you'll have gotten plenty of other things to watch. And then look at, oh, hey, I get it for free because I'm already paying for it. I mean, I know people are desperate for new movies, but I, I Mulan wasn't getting the buzz before COVID. It was just it like, oh, okay, this will be cool. Everybody was, yeah. I mean, it would have been a movie that people would have been excited for, but it was not getting the same buzz as some of the others. It's not a musical um not that it has to be i mean it wasn't even getting the same buzz as beauty the live action beauty and the beast yeah i mean disney if you're going to take a disney animated musical and you're going to turn into a live action without music you're going to lose some of the people who are interested in the first place yeah so i don't know i'm not paying the 30 i'll wait they were saying that they think it might be february or march of next year before it comes out on disney plus fine i have other things to do in the meantime yep i give it a one I'll give it a one, too. I I will definitely, I think my excitement to see it is more than a one, but I can wait. I can absolutely wait, especially for 30 bucks. Um, I wouldn't pay, that's what, 15 bucks a ticket if Jordan and I go to see it. And uh, we're Cinemark Movie Club members, so we would have gotten it for $8.99. That's already a big $10 total that we'd be saving. Uh, The other one, New Mutants. New Mutants actually came out uh, today when we're recording this. Um, so by the time this comes out, it'll been, have been out for a couple of weeks. Um, I want to see New Mutants. Uh, I'm seeing pretty poor reviews from it, um, which sucks because it's been about, what, three years in the making. We've been waiting for this to finally release. Um, I think it missed its window, honestly. Um, yeah. But I, I still want to see it. I will hopefully, by the time this airs, I will have seen I mean, it in some fashion. At this fashion, point, you have to, right? I mean... You got to see it now. You've yeah. been waiting so long. It's like, okay. It kind of I mean, became yeah. the joke that people thought it wasn't actually going to ever be released. And for a while there, I think it wasn't. Um, the fact that, you know, Disney decided to own up and, and they bought everything up. They're saying, you know what? We have this. It's made. Let's just get it out there and make some money off of it because we already spent a lot making it. 
So I think yeah. that's what it is. I, I and definitely... if they were smart, if they were smart, they could use it somehow to tie into the X Men universe. I mean, well, yeah, and I think part of the 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 disappointment is we know this is a one off. I mean, unless Disney picks it up and says, "Oh, we like these characters, we like the storyline," um, this is a 20th Century Fox production. This is not anything to do with the Disney owned uh, X Men franchise. So, mm-hmm. I mean, this is a one off. It 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 lives and dies from opening credits to end credits. And so I hope that the storyline is, is good enough to just be that. I worry that like most superhero movies, they're going to tease something at the end and we're never going to get it. And it's just going to make it feel incomplete. Have everybody die at the end. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So um, I'm going to give it a, uh, a three because I yeah, definitely do want to see it, but I, I, I'll see it when I see it. Yeah. I, yeah. I'll give it a three too. Uh, our next one here is another Disney movie. This one, though, is a Disney Pixar movie, uh, Soul. Uh, Soul is a uh, – it's supposed to be one that really pulls on the heartstrings from what I have heard. Um, it's about jazz and about music. Um, Jamie Foxx uh, stars in it. And you have a lot of other um, – you got Questlove, Tina Fey, David Diggs, Angela Bassett, a great cast. Um, it was originally supposed to come out in the, uh, in the summer, if I'm not mistaken. Um, June 9th, originally scheduled, June 19th, my mistake. And now it is uh, saying that it is probably going to get delayed to November of this year, potentially could get delayed until March. So that's a big jump, but I think we'll get it still this year, but we're getting it a few months late. Um, Have you heard anything about Seoul? Yeah, actually, uh, uh, Devin and my son were wanting to go see it really bad, and she had was looking at the old date. And she was like, oh, this comes out very soon. And it's like, oh, no, no, no. Whoa, slow. She was pretty disappointed when I was like, yeah, it's been delayed. They were, we were going to, we were going to watch it. Her and, her and him, they love those type of movies. Um, so it, it's a, it's the keen to like, if you've seen Inside Out and you've seen Up, it's when it's, it's, it's probably going to be very well written. Oh, yeah. It's, it's going to be very well acted. And it's probably it'll probably it'll probably make you cry a little bit. So well, I mean, the basic premise is the uh, Jamie Foxx's character is a passionate music teacher whose soul gets separated from his body after an accident. So, I mean, the man dies, and I'm more so or less. So excited to explain that to a seven-year-old. Yeah, and <laughs> it's because he'll have fifty questions. That'll be good. That's gonna be great. I'll be like, um, just call, call your uncle Aaron. He he's got all the. Yeah, we'll there. we'll figure this one out. I think it'll be good. I think uh, yeah. I'm going to give it a four. I think pretty much any Disney Pixar movie that comes out, they don't the put out. Is, is yeah, good. they don't put out shit. Like they really take their time. Have you they seen really, Cars three? Occasionally, <laughs> they have diarrhea, <laughs> but typically they don't put out shit. Yeah, no, it's been a while since they've done something really yeah. poor, and uh, I think Soul's going to be great. Hopefully, we do get a November release. I think that'd be a great. Uh, it's going to be that wholesome holiday. Uh, vibe yeah it's going to have some sad moments but i think it's going to be a really really good movie so hopefully we get that one in november um tenant good lord i think tenant's actually coming out soon if i'm not mistaken yeah i did see that tenant was supposed to uh, pre-sale tickets went on for imax went on sale uh, the other day yeah you actually um upcoming this monday so monday august 31st um which is actually going to be the past you can go see it um it's it's supposed to be the next big Inception style movie, um, Nolan or Christopher Nolan movie. Um, I think I was originally much more excited to see this, and now I could give a shit. Like, I'll go see it, but for like 
how it should have been out. You know, I was just like, I don't know. I've been tugged around so much from it that I don't even care. I think. Well, you're. I mean, you're also uneasy about going to the movie theater. Now you're going to have to sit in the movie theater for three and a half hours <laughs> for a Christopher Dolan film. I mean, it's gonna. It's. It's almost gonna be like, is this like waterboarding or something like that? Like, I mean, it's gonna be good. Yeah. Like we can agree, it's gonna be good. There's gonna be something different to it. It's gonna be very shot, very stylish, cinematic. Um, it's just maybe this should wait maybe this should wait to next summer yeah i don't know i think that i mean it's already gotten um a bit of it's it's already made almost a million dollars um pre-sale. And it hasn't even released yet just some pre-sale very early numbers so people are gonna go see it um i'm gonna give it a two just because i think i'm kind of just burnt out on it it's yeah the hype had been so big for so long and now i don't even think i'm gonna see it for a little while so i'm just I'm excited to see it. I think it's, like you said, it's going to be a really good movie. Um, but I can wait. I think yeah, it's going to be one of those I'm going to be able to wait on. I'm going to give it a two also. God, but how, how about this this cast, though? John David Washington, Robert Pattinson, uh, Michael Caine, Kenneth Branagh, Elizabeth Debicki. Great cast. First Great off, cast. two things. Michael Caine only acts in Christopher Nolan movies anymore. That's true. You literally never see him in anything else. Two, if you've not seen The Black Klansman yet, with, oh uh, yeah with Need Washington. To see that. he is fantastic that is a fantastic film yeah um this is going to be my my thank you next of uh to to quote my students of like two years ago because it's a really outdated reference of this uh episode top gun maverick i never for i mean i appreciate top gun but why the hell are we bringing this back other than the fact that it's 25 years later are you a top gun fan uh i like the movie i like it for its nostalgia and what it was for the 80s you know tom cruise needed something to do between the mission impossible movies and it's like you know what got a great idea let's do let's bring back maverick and uh i mean look it's gonna do it's it's a it's it's got to be released in the summer it's a summer movie it's it's gonna do well because of the nostalgia i don't where i think it's gonna hurt is is the younger like the the kids that we teach mm-hmm. because Tom Cruise has kind of faded out of that group. So the people that are going to go see it are probably my age and up. Yeah. You know, Here, for the nostalgia purpose, like we saw, Oh my God, it's been so long. And you know, it's, it's going to, it's, it'll, it'll probably do okay with the critics. It'll make money. It'll make money. It'll make money. Uh, here's my, my big issue is it, it's gotten delayed twice now. Originally it was supposed to come out in 2019. Oh, that's summer not a good sign. 2019 is supposed to come out uh, summer of, and then in, in the summer, August of 2018, it got delayed a year. So it got pushed back a year, and now it's getting pushed back another year. So it was supposed to come out in June of this year, and now it's coming out in July of 21. Yeah, that's usually um, not a good sign. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's going to have some moments. It's It feels like, like you said, why did we need it? Well, Tom, Tom Cruise needed something to do. Um, and it's i mean it's and, and be okay the, and I, I didn't i was just trying to make a joke but like i mean there is a crowd out there for that yeah there is someone I mean, will it, go it see is, it. it is a very pop culture the first one was a very pop culture film i mean there's all kinds of lines and shit that you can quote from it and a lot of people know what that is so i just may, who knows maybe it's gonna be really good maybe maybe we'll see uh, it's got Miles Teller in it. I love Miles Teller, but I think he's in a lot of crappy movies. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm gonna I, give I just, it. I'm gonna give it three stars. Maybe, nah, three and a half. 
That's generous. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a two. Uh, I grew I grew up in the '80s. I mean, I was a little kid in the '80s. So I, so yeah, you got you had a little bit more of the nostalgia than I do. You old man. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. It'll be it'll it'll have its way, but I I'm gonna wait. Uh, one I'm not gonna wait for is Venom. Let there be carnage. Crap! I can't wait for this movie. Tom Hardy. Uh, Love it. I, I still think Tom Hardy should have gotten a, an Oscar nomination for his lobster tank scene in uh, Venom, the original. Um, completely improvised. Just love it. Um, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, uh, which I think is a really mouth, a big mouthful. Let's just call it Venom 2, um, which it'll probably be known as. Um, <clears throat> originally was supposed to come out in October of this year. Would have been a great October, uh, I think, Halloween movie with that style coming out now in june of 21 so it's gonna be a summer movie um andy circus is directing it i i think i knew that um yeah. that's awesome that's awesome i think this i mean again like we were talking about last week i think this has the potential to be way better than the first one i agree now that everything's established this has the opportunity to be way better probably even more violent we got you got carnage it has to be more violent yeah and now now we have the opportunity that for like for the first one we didn't but now we have this opportunity to go across this bridge with marvel's spider-man i mean it's i think spider-man will be in it i think we'll get at least a cameo of or have a to, scene right? or two have to right yeah 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 this is uh yeah i'm excited and i'm a big tom hardy fan and uh yeah, he. I think this is going to be better than the first one. I think I'm just as excited about Woody Harrelson as, as Carnage in this as Cletus uh, Cassidy. Uh, Woody Harrelson has had a, a career resurgence over the last few years um, with his involvement with um, with Zombieland, but then also too with uh, oh crap, what is it called? Um, the TV show True Detective. True Detective yeah, yeah. Uh, really helped boom him. Um, but then also too, uh, three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri, which was a really amazing movie um, and uh, very underrated. I think for it didn't win a whole lot of awards, but I think it should have. Um, so he's he's had a lot of of really positive uh, exposure the last few years, and um, I'm just excited excited to see what he does with this one. Yeah, I'm gonna. This is a five out of five for me. Absolutely, I'll go five out of five as well. Uh, and last one on the docket is Wonder Woman 1984. Now, we talked about this one last week a bit, so we don't have to spend too much time on it. Um, but Wonder Woman 1984 is now supposed to be coming out um, still this year. I mean, it got a bump. Um, we are looking at – I'm getting the specific dates here in a second. Originally, it was supposed to come out uh, – oh, that's the 2017. Come on, Wikipedia. Give me, give me some help here. Um, here we go. So, originally, it was supposed to come out – on um what was it july on march 4th theaters closed no i know that already what are you i think it was july. june 5th june, june 5th, okay. 5th um so originally announced for release in december of 2019 before being moved up to november of 2019 then delayed to june 5th of 2020 then it got put back for a little bit they weren't sure it was delayed to august 14th of 2020 and then it got delayed to October 2020. So now we are looking at a release date of October 2nd. Um, man, I feel for some of these movies that had to bounce so much around because of COVID. But uh, we talked about this one last week. Um, I'm excited for it. Yeah. I was more excited for it before I saw the second trailer. 
I'm going to let you go. I, I mean, I, 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 I railed you pretty hard on the last podcast, so I'm just going to let it go. Like I said, I think this has the, the potential to be way better than the first one. And, you know, that's saying a lot because the first one was really good. Yeah. Like when I saw it and being a history teacher, I really enjoyed the World War One aspect of it. Um, we don't see a lot of movies about World War One. You know, it's a forgotten war. Um, so, yeah, I think this has the potential. Um, I think it's cool that it's going to be more modern, even though it's in 1984. It's going to have a more modern feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think, I think this 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 is the bread and butter for DC right now. Is Wonder Woman? This is well, this one, is their... Wonder Woman saved them. I think. I think yeah. DC was about ready to go under in their movies, and then Wonder Woman came out, and then I mean, hell, even Aquaman was all right. Um, not as good right. as Wonder Woman, no. definitely. Um, this is this is their crown jewel right here. So I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to be really good. Absolutely. Um, you know, when when you lean into a uh, a female character like this, sometimes it works out. And um, if it's done right, I think if it's done right is what you really need to look at. And Patty Jenkins is back. She directed the first one. She's coming back to direct the second one. Um, so the formula is there for them to repeat. Um, they've got a great uh, villain and um, they've got a, just a great cast. I think it'll be good yeah. again. Um, I want to mention like most almost all of these well, I would say half of these movies that we've discussed uh, today um, have trailers out so if you're interested if you're curious uh, go look at a trailer online um, but most of these either have trailers already out or even some of them even a second trailer and then some of these I, I would say here and then in the fall you'll, you'll start seeing more trailers come out once movies start opening up I mean right now you would only see it either online or on TV. Yeah, I think we're, we're at a point where uh, I think we're, we're at a standstill for trailers. We'll get some more here soon. Um, but DC Fandom definitely gave us some of that. And then we'll be looking at um, a second round probably here uh, around September. September, October yeah. is we'll roll into another big wave of them. Um, so that's it. So hopefully over the next few months, some of these actually come Please. out. And hopefully, I would really, really hope we get some of these. But um, yeah, I mean, the impact goes way beyond 2020. Uh, you know, you look at Avatar, the MCU with uh, its phase four getting a major shift. So a lot of things, Star Wars, all those other movies, they're, they're getting pushed back. But um, 2021 could potentially line up as long as COVID goes away. Um, we're all sick of it. So wear your mask, wear the one or five masks. Doesn't matter as long as you're wearing it so we can get rid of this because I'm sick of it. I want to get back into a theater. Yeah, I mean, that, I was talking to my wife about it a week ago, and I was like, I really miss just going to a theater, having some pop and popcorn, and just watching a movie for a few hours. That's, uh, you, you know, it's nice to be at home to have it straight to your TV, but some of those, some of those movies on the list, you just got to go see in the movie theater. Yeah, well, I mean, I'd not, say this is giving me. If you go to the drive-in, it's oh, not. No. no, no. This is giving me a little opportunity to catch up on some of those. Uh, some of those TV shows that I've been putting off, you know, uh, you know, Westworld, I'm, I'm in the second season. I agree. Second season's not as good as the first, but I, yeah. I'm so far, uh, but it's still interesting. I'm excited to see what they're doing with it. Westworld's been great. Um, a lot of TV shows. Speaking of a TV show, Ben and I are both excited. Uh, about a week or two ago at this point, uh, this, uh, we got some news on a sequel, a second season of a, a TV show that we both absolutely loved is going getting pushed up to this year. We're going to be able to, in October, correct, this fall, uh, yeah. we're going to be getting the second season of Haunting at Hill House called Haunting at Bly Manor. Love it. Cannot wait. Um, that's what I'm looking forward to. 
most of the most of the cast are back from the first one. Just they'll be playing different roles. It's Even like some of the set. kids. I saw yeah. some of the kids. Um, it'll be like an anthology series, um, which I'm ex- excited for. Uh, this is they said uh, this was somewhat based loosely on the turning of the screw. Yep. Um, so as an English teacher, I'm sure you're aware of that. Uh, you know, if you have time, uh, which we all do seem nowadays, uh, go on Netflix. I mean, this is one of the scariest, entertaining TV shows out there. Oh, absolutely. Um, it hits on all things, and it does a real good job of also how f- people deal with death in yeah. general. It's got a, a real heart family message to it, but it is super scary. And I'm not saying there's a couple of jump scares, but it's this more unsettling what's going to about to happen um, scary. I mean, it is one of the best shows that I've seen in a very long time. I will very say... Long. Without giving away a spoiler, simply saying the car jump scare is by far the scariest jump scare that I've experienced perhaps ever, but definitely over the last five to 10 years. That when that scene and you can ask her when that scene happened, I have never, ever heard Devin scream that loud. Like it almost she almost rolled off the couch. I jumped out of my seat. I had to pause the movie and make sure she was that was so well-timed and so because not to give too much away but you have two people in a car that are just going at it and arguing for like the longest time and then it happens yeah and well did just, you know that the the actresses did not know what was going to happen or when it was going to happen they just knew something was going to happen that makes so you, sense you've got this tension build up in the argument and then the, the you know the pull the trigger and boom there you got a jump scare oh yeah it is uh fantastic it's a very good show and then like again if you don't like there's not too many jump scares in it it's more unsettling what's it's under an the ominous bed, eerie yeah. scary more than yeah. anything yeah it's it's really good really good actors um yeah go go watch hunting of hill house i tell my students about it oh all the time yeah i, 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 I got them there all the time like, go watch hunting of hill house you will yep. not be disappointed well i feel like they're doing what american horror story is doing in some way they're they're showing different types of genres and they're they're bringing in like for well now that you've got haunting of hill house itself um, i think i think they're doing better than american horror well, I, well no i agree i i think it's much better but what i'd say is it feels like you can watch um episode one to the final episode of a season and you're good you don't need to watch anything else yeah. um but i think that you know what what american horror story does with genres uh the haunting of blank series is doing with old school horror um turning of the screw Haunting of Hill House. These, I'd be excited to see what they do next. You know, I, I haven't even seen the second season, so looking yep. forward to it. Yep, yep. All right, well, that is it for this week. Hopefully, we gave you something to look forward to. Um, a lot of good movies coming out over the next Hopefully. few months and into 2021. Uh, but you know what? They aren't going to come out if you don't wear your damn mask. Wear your masks. Take care of this. Uh, socially distance. Do all that stuff that COVID uh, doesn't like so we can be out of this shit. I think everybody's sick of it. Um, I know I am. I know Ben is. So, um, anything else, Ben? Uh, nope. Just uh, enjoy this podcast. Share it, like it on Twitter and Facebook. Get those uh, get those uh, downloads up, and we can uh, continue to make good, more fun material. And I can argue with Aaron more. I like, there's nothing more I like than finding something to pick on Aaron about and argue until he, I beat him into submission. So. You know, like is, is uh, bird box, um, a pandemic movie. 
Yeah, I, I put that poll up, and that was like there was like literally a hundred votes, and it was like ninety nine to one. So <laughs> my favorite. I, I was the one. Don't worry. Yeah. So. <laughs> but yeah, right. just uh, share and like on Facebook, and uh, I have nothing else, man. All right, guys. Well, until next time, drive home safe and stay safe by wearing those masks.